0: Good morning. This is me and spirituality. Yes, I'm going to be talking all about my life and about me and how awesome I am. We're going to be telling stories this morning all about me and my life and how I have dealt with spirituality and all of my experiences and how it has directed and influenced my life. You like stories? You want to hear my story? My name is Devin Jesse Byrne. I like to go by Reverend Devin Devine as I am an ordained minister and I'm probably gonna ramble on about how spirituality works and what it all is and blah blah blah. i revolve around and focus on a practice called the Course in Miracles I talk a lot about these ten dimensions of reality that through my death experience I experienced Many of them, and through several different experiences, I went on a five-year journey and all this great stuff. This is just the intro. <laughs> We're not getting into it yet. I have my son here. Say hi, Trey. He wants some food. This is what it's going to be like here. There you go. Uh Uh-oh, you dropped it. Behind you. Behind you. (laughs) That's what it's like with me and spirituality. You can learn more about me and listen to several other more serious programs at OpenAndClear.com But we're gonna be casual here. Bud, you gonna go watch Elmo? Well, this is me. And the spirituality. (laughs) I love Awesome, I am. <laughs> I love just being myself and not giving a hoot if, I, or if or what I sound like, or how I sound. I guess life is far too beautiful to restrict yourself. And as far as referring to myself, it's so much funner just being free, you know. And that really is. What I feel like my life has been all about. I look about the world and I see people, a lot of people that are doing some, a lot of amazing things. Just so profound as far as what I see. And it just seems like as if I, I'm never going to be able to amount up to these amazing people. And at the same time, I also look about and I see some pretty pathetic ones. <laughs> that are never, uh, I mean, as far as who I am, they will never amount up to being as awesome as I am. <laughs> and it's funny how I, I, I look through my life and it's really what do I want to see and kind of what do I want to feel about myself and then I see those type of people that, in a way, support it. And if I'm looking to feel good about myself, I tend to compare myself to those tiny little people. If I'm looking to feel bad about myself, I usually look up to those (laughs) amazing people. And you know, it, it wasn't until spirituality, well, until the mind altering teachings and practice of A Course of Miracles, that it's kind of became a whole nother scenario, like a whole nother thing going on, especially when you realize that just like in a sleeping dream, everything you look at, everyone you look at, is really just a representation and a reflection. Of what is in your mind Like you're not actually seeing The content Like the actual content Of your mind But You're seeing a, a symbolic representation in Referring to a sleeping dream And it's amazing That when you Try to apply this idea To the physical world The waking world or whatever it is That it remarkably applies. In fact, I refer to a time... When I went on a camping trip with a couple friends. And somehow I got this idea of dream interpretation. And that I felt like I could dream interpretate. And, you know, I was... Maybe 17. And... I was asking details about this friend's dream and as we were falling asleep I was able to like describe it and talk about it and how it had something to do with life and a tree and, and it's, it's interesting it's really interesting because this life that we see so real and we set up safeguards, you know, in case we're finding the truth. We have to make it a little further off. We have to make it a little more complicated. So it, every time we find some sort of fun little corner, you know, now it's a tunnel to another experience. And so it's continuous and endless. And... You'll be amazed that when you do recognize the truth that it has nothing to do with what you're seeing. But what you're seeing always points at what it is. Like in a sleeping dream, you're looking at all these things around you, all these people and dealing with these things, and you're not actually like seeing these people, for one. But there is an aspect of your mind that is... In a position of perceiving As well as there is an aspect or several aspects of your mind That are representing And that's You're you're in the sense of that perceiver And it can exchange and move around all over In this whole sense of the mind Like there's an aspect in which is the screen That you look at and deal with the people in the dream As well as the aspect in which it reflects. I and mean, you're literally seeing the entirety of your mind and being the entirety of your mind all at the same time. And in this, as in a sleeping dream, as we're using it as a representation, you can kind of see how dimensions are in order if you really analyze and recognize what it's talking about, what it, what is going on. There is a Even though it's one big mind There's still a point In which you do perceive from Which is Something That is Looking at something else You know what seems to be other things Whether it be crazy colors and lights Or being something Some past history Or some story Or some Reviewing your day and different experiences and people, and using these symbols of your mind. That these are this right here is a different dimensional experience. As even though it's in one thing, there's still the aspect that seems to be you, and then the aspect that seems to be everything else. This is kind of the relationship, if we wanted to go to the beginning, of what the difference between God is and the Son of God is. Like The entirety of all of our experiences is from this same understanding, there is a perceiver, and then there there is everything. Now, as soon as there is everything that is represented of that mind, which the perceiver is a part of, and not actually separate from like it's all representing the mind of the perceiver yet it is opposite or separate from it So the second dimension that added additional dimension to it so there's that let's say in the same representation as god and the son of god there is now the son of god and the spirit and that's referring to the holographic spiritual universe and in that same experience, that same right, it has, through that experience, that relationship is exactly what we describe as and what we're looking at in a dream. Right now, as it seems so real in your life, and as I, I find it so difficult to tell stories and talk about my past <laughs> and how I'm here in front of you, this is the same condition. This is the same thing. There is still a perceiver and the perceived. And while it, we refer to these dimensions and the experience of them and how there's many different layers of them and there's some, you know, spiritual experiences that happen and you can be in a spiritual world. You're still perceiving the spiritual world. There's still a perceiver. And then in the same as the physical world, you can be in endless variations of physical worlds and different species and different characteristics and personalities. And yet there's still a perceiver of that experience. And that perceiver remains to be constant for you. And it has been, in one right or another, Even though you've had different types of eyes and different ways of seeing, that the seeing of the soul was much different than the seeing of the body, you were still the same constant, you know? Like you can think of it as even though you go through sleeping dreams and you might have variations of what you're dreaming to be and who you're dreaming to be with. You might dream that you're a male at one point and you're a female at another or you might be an animal or something. There's still a perceiver and the perceived. And while it represents what you see as an animal or or something of who you are, it first takes the thought in order to comprehend it. Like you look for something and you find something like as if you say what am i and you quickly make up something and it, as far as a sleeping dream you usually refer to the quickest access of memories that you have and that's in your the last day you lived and so you got this idea that you have oh i'm a you know i was a human just a moment ago, so I'm a human now. Or I saw a butterfly, and I'm a butterfly. you know. And once it decides, this mind decides what it's going to be, it is now represented as that. And it sticks with it. It sticks with it to ensure the experience until that mind actually decides to be something else. You might hear stories about Shapeshifters, or or even people having psychedelic experiences, thinking there's something else, and and completely what they think is actually experiencing it, regardless if they are or not. I would say that they are as much of a trip as any psychedelic could be. This life and this holographic experience is quite the trip. And for most of us, it's a bad trip. And we're having difficulty actually with what we think we're doing. We completely misunderstand the laws of the nature of this universe. So we think that the laws are are already established. And so we look for them and we see them. And then we deal with them as if they're real. Instead of already making a decision. So most of us come from the decision maker is now after the fact of all reality is established. So you're succumbed and victim to all reality. But then there's that other aspect of your mind, that greater aspect that is making the decisions as it looks. And even though it made the decision to find your person, each and every moment you look in the mirror or whatever it might be. It's still in that moment, in that very instant, it made and makes that decision. And there you are. But when it chooses to do something differently, to be something differently, it is unstoppable and it will be different. But we're sticking to it because of the nature of what we have established as these laws for this realm to stick with decisions for a period of time. So we have this slow gestation period of our thinking. So we have a chance to actually process if we want it or don't want it, or if we want something else instead. Like, the spiritual universe is a lot more like a sleeping dream when you notice how things change almost instantaneously. Like, we like to say that the physical form stays longer because it's solid, but that's not true. We use the idea of a definition of solid in order to maintain it a little longer. So it's a little backwards and upside down. That, in fact... You think and things change instantaneously all the time. But what keeps it in your mind, thinking as if it is and always has been the same, is what also changed, and that's your memory. Because you chose to look for something, now you think it's always been that way, even though your file cabinet of memories is also what changed with it. So when you chose to think of yourself as a body, you are, have already been alive for, say, what, three, four, five years in a so-called body, but you weren't actually even in a body yet. I know it gets tricky, but you projected onto your past the decision of being a body. And therefore you saw and had all the reason to believe and experiences of confined into a bodily form instead of seeing the nature in which you actually were. You were still making up your mind in the sense of being something. Am I actually going to be a part of this? Because it's a full commitment. I mean, I'm taken a huge chance of completely forgetting everything, everything about me, everything about the world, all the power, I'm taking a chance of quite literally letting the world run amok and destroy itself, which isn't true, but that's sure what it seemed like, <laughs> So as much as we like to play with this idea that we we even understand what Christ is and we're awakened and, and everything, <laughs> it would be undeniable when we're actually awake. It would be undeniable through our experiences. And you know, you hear me talk about, as I guess I should be telling stories today, <clears throat> about My death experience And I referred to it as my death experience Because I would conclude That the best description of what occurred Was the death of my ego And it was from that point As I was Laughing and mentioning (coughs) That being free With whoever I am And enjoying the fact that I Think I'm awesome (laughs) Is Like the ego It doesn't have a definition, it is the process of defining. Like it is, it's not so much as if you should or shouldn't represent the good side and the holy people. You know, as much as you don't need to wear a, a white robe and li- <laughs> live in an ashram or monastery somewhere and only say good things and You know, don't make eye contact and pray all the time You know, as we have this definition of what An awakened or or a spiritual person is It also is, I mean, as much as applies to your personality That when you really do recognize what this truth is about It's not about what you put the dress code On your person As much as it is not About putting the rules on your personality So when you're actually Having a a death of the ego It's the processing Of defining yourself The death of defining yourself Even though you very well Could be defining yourself Throughout your life and experiences It doesn't change the fact that You know who you are you don't need to try and figure it out anymore you know who you are so the figuring it out is the attempts to define it and the ego is the attempts to define who you are and you know what is good for you what is bad for you and where do you fit in between That you now have to fend off this and go for that And the actuality of who you are Being the dreamer of the dream (laughs) To have the complete and actual Understanding of what that means You are and will be Representing the freedom In which it actually has Recognizing that Even though you might Still feel confined by this world When you actually recognize who you are, you also recognize the decision maker in which is developing the world to be seeming confining. You, in other words, are doing it to yourself and you recognize it and you're okay with it and mostly because you know if you ever wanted to, even as you don't really right now, but you can change it at any time. Now, you can usually on the brink of this full awakening and this death, you are attempting to prove this to yourself. And so you keep trying to say that you want to make a decision, uh, say, even magical powers or having telekinetic abilities. Well, you already think, and you, you raise out your arm and you're trying to move something with your mind. Well, why'd you raise out your arm? You're not trying to move something with your mind because your mind and the actuality of what this is is everything. The mind is everywhere. And so if you think it has to do with raising your arm for one you're thinking you're a body you're misunderstanding already and it's not going to be possible for you. You're not seeing who you actually are. You're thinking you're the representation of what you are. So it gets a little tricky you know, Like the rest of life So through my death experience Well I don't know if I want to start there I don't know I have so many stories I can tell I And I'm, I'm just making up shit I don't know <laughs> So I enjoy dream interpretation Anyway And it's more of the fact that Looking at everything in your life as symbolic and representing it, you know, what does that color mean? What does that object mean? Even though I feel like in my life right now, it's not completely necessary because I know who I am, but the factor of when I'm looking for who I am, it it is very helpful to look for things that symbolize and guide your experience looking for synchronicities that happen throughout your day and through this it you know depends on what you're looking for if you're looking for the guidance you can find it and it's you might be considered stretching it a little bit if you're really getting into the symbols <laughs> and what they represent but even as words as I talk about a pencil this pencil word, this fluctuation of my mouth and everything is a symbol, a representation of what is, say, an object but an object is also a symbol of say what that thought is and so it's a symbol of a symbol of a symbol and the actuality of what a pencil is goes quite literally to the same position and the same state of what your true self is But if you're looking and using the symbols in whatever fashion, even as you find words can be inspiring, it's not actually the words that are inspiring. So in the same sense, the objects or whatever you're looking for in symbols, they're not the actual thing that's inspiring. The recognition of who you are is inspiring. And even though most of the time you're just receiving glimpses or allowing yourself to just see a little and just see little tiny bits here and there of this truth, of this representation, of this reality who you are. That's why in the Course of Miracles, it mentions that, you know, to be in awe of your brother, you know, paraphrasing, I really don't have the words, but... Uh, That it's all, it's not, you know, it's not the actual truth of the situation to be in awe of your brother, but to be in awe of your father is the only thing possible, and you can only be in awe of your father. And that's almost exactly what it's talking about, because what your brother is, is a representation of, for one, who you think of yourself to be, and you're a representation of what the father is. So when you're in awe, even of a brother, you're in awe of the father. When you're in awe of the words used, you're actually in awe of the father of the beginning. Then it's all consistent with the same singularity. So as much as we misunderstand that and think we, we shouldn't be in awe of our brother, and we actually avoid the aweness of other people, we, we misunderstand that the other people that we think we're seeing are actually, even if it's three or fourth derivative of, it still remains to be that same singularity in which we refer, refer to as God. So you're not really in awe of your brother ever. You're not really uh, worshiping your brother, ever. You're not really hating your brother, ever. You're not really, you know, determining if your brother's amazing. ah amazing, Or pathetic. (laughs) You're actually, for one, seeing yourself. And what you see of yourself is a direct reflection of what your relationship with God is. Those who actually know God have no issue doing anything with anyone because they go with God there. They don't go with God and a brother there. They go with God only, and it's always been God. Trust is a natural condition because you know who you and everyone is. And you know that that being knows everything about you and every way about you, every idea. It developed and created who you are and the motivation in you and everything. So to trust a brother has nothing to do with a brother, but that quite literally what your brother is a representation of trusting yourself. and a representation of that is because you trust your father. As we use Christian terminology, it seems a little abrasive most of the time. but as we can discuss it in different terms using dimensional understanding that's why I like to talk about it in different fashions and even a little more scientific comprehension but as you're trusting in the physical body personality you're also trusting in the energetic form in which develop them which is continuous which never dies and goes in and out of different experiences and it's joined with the rest of the energetic universe and in that what that is and how that decides to be represented is by a consciousness that chooses to perceive so when you're trusting in a brother you're trusting in their soul energetic form which a soul is definitely not a technical term, is it? And you're not actually trusting in a soul at all, or an energetic form, sorry. <laughs> but you're trusting in a consciousness that is deciding the reality in which it chooses. It believes, and then it sees, it thinks and then it is and even in that same right of what it represents and who sent it to any experience it's quite literally the essence of its own self this is all happening within our minds even in this moment that representation of what is the entirety of the universe in all possible universes And it's choosing you <laughs> As little as you think you are In this world In this universe <laughs> This universe chooses That you be alive Right now I don't know about you But that's absolutely phenomenal why would it make a decision for someone small and pathetic? You are a sentient being as much as you describe yourself. And according to the rest of the universe, as far as what we know, that is absolutely outstanding and quite literally on top of the food chain because it is intellectual and can actually process what it's looking at, what it perceives, can actually comprehend journeys through stories through sound fluctuations and can actually repeat them and share them again that's pretty remarkable if you ask me So regardless, if you think of this as talking about religion and all these what seem to be unlikable, scary things, it's all coming together again. It's all coming together again. And you find that you're being sent on these journeys. And I think about my life how the entirety of my life has brought me to the capability and understanding that I have today even as my death experience was part of it it all was there to bring me to that moment and this moment that as much as through subliminal suggestion that occurs and everything and how much we think might, we might be brainwashed and everything. It's simply that you're living. And we want it to be a full, wholehearted experience. And so you see this generation coming up wanting to define everything as... You know, through the scientific method, which is absolutely noble. And I condone it completely. And I'm not saying... At all that I don't condone it or condemn it as many religious people would. I'm grateful for it in the fashion that, you know, it's not what I want to do personally as this aspect, but we've had far too many believers, as they would say, we've had far too many. Believers in metaphysical forms and and gods and creatures and and they've all been a misunderstanding of it. So as much as they're a lie, we now need the definition and the perspective of scientific understanding, and through that, we're offered a whole other. Experience of lies. Wholeheartedly believed in. We want to. Completely believe it. So that when it is broken. Or if it is broken. It is absolutely. Miraculous. And it represents nothing but. Quite literally the awesomeness of God. Now there's no further explanation and there's no scientific understanding but the world's going to insist by the definition by what we've made that even everything even that experience has to have an explanation a scientific explanation even though the boundaries of what you think of as science or the laws of physics and what the world is will exceed your definition and will go out of those boundaries and will definitely be different you still insist that this is how it is and it's to be seen and to refer back again how i said the ego is more of the defining of things the process of defining not the actual definition Like It's not like the devil. The devil has a definition. But this is something that doesn't really exist, but is a choice to attempt to find definition like the devil or God or some reality or some truth or anything. Which is all a lie, because the actuality of what the truth is is before the process of definition so if you understand the ego in that fashion as far as applying or searching for definition instead of and what the best uh, option is is to have a release of this definition or to an escape from this definition as many would desire or this process of defining as we've defined it (laughs) is through forgiveness and that is quite literally coming from a place of I know what the world is or I know what this situation is or this relationship is to uh, I don't know what this is. I don't know what this situation is. I, I don't know the truth about the world and you released yourself from the attempts to find definition and ultimately the difference between the two is your death and your eternal life the ability to change and rearrange by not knowing you come into a whole nother experience and you don't know that you're coming into a whole nother experience because you don't know anything and you're recognizing that. And you're just in awe of the entire thing. That's how you got here, into the body, into the physical world. You're just like, oh, let's, let's do this. Let's think of this. Here we go. We're thinking of that. We're thinking and thinking. And here we are. I think, and uh, therefore I am. But now, you know who you are. And you're congealed to a shape and a form. Right? As much as I would tell you that when I say I know myself that I'm not saying the exact same thing as that. The difference is definition, is do you have a definition? I wouldn't say that I'm not going anywhere but to death as in my body, but it's do you recognize that you're choosing this definition or is this definition around you defining you? Are you this body that's done these certain things achieving this certain way of life has this name for itself and only knows it through its interactions with other bodies and how it deals with other people and what it's working on its projects. Or are those things used as an expression and a representation of who you are? Like when you know yourself, the use of the world is different, as they say in The Course of Miracles, is that the body is now a communication device, and I would better explain that as an expression device. and. An expression to nothing else but itself. And to itself, by itself. That while it looks about or uses the world, it's not doing with what it's got anymore. It's not just taking what it's got. It's now, even as it's developed the world in the same expression it's now using the world in, as the expression as the personal experience not as if it's receiving something from it which it is but that it is here for the giving of its own self not for the getting of experience even though You can't have one without the other for giving of your, the expression of yourself is also receiving the expression of yourself and the experience of it. So to say to give is to receive and you refer to the existence of the world first, and then you exist. It seems as if you own objects and you can lose things. But if you recognize that you existed first, and then the world and the spirit world, then your giving is of the world. And every time you think, you literally create worlds. And yes, you're giving this to everything and everyone and every experience, the totality of itself, and you're receiving it quite literally at the same moment. And to refer this to a complete understanding of consciousness is that I have a thought even as this one, and I can't lose this thought by giving it to you. Instead, you multiply the thought by having it yourself. It's the same thing as a bodily experience. You're not actually having a bodily experience, just like a dream. You're not actually having the experience of a dream. But you have the thought of it. The thought of that experience. In the same sense of when people attempt to understand when a dream occurs in a sleeping mind... So, yeah, it happens quite literally at the very last second, it's said, which I don't agree with, before the mind wakes up, that a whole dream is developed. And I have reasons, but... And that same understanding of what this world is about is that it's done at the same time it's began. And it is within itself the same variation the same thing in which the whole existence is so did that make any sense so I went to massage therapy school and it was the first time that things made sense to me I, I wasn't didn't feel behind or anything I feel like maybe It was like I started at the beginning Like everybody else Oh we all started at the beginning So I wasn't like already behind Like all through school I was slow at the beginning So I'm slow the rest of the time I'm already behind <laughs> but Anyway I, 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 You know flying colors Whatever It was an amazing experience, absolutely loved it, and I feel like I came to a very high place in understanding the anatomy and how the body works and firsthand experience of how much and how nice it is to have a massage nearly every day and and just the wonderful <laughs> body feeling just so good. And if there was a pain, oh, it was gone soon. <laughs> it was nice. But as I feel like I came to a con- a conclusion or a threshold, a better word. Of understanding what the body was. And what the body was about. It exceeded into other realms. It started opening up the world of energy. If you really wanted to understand the body completely. You have to understand what the body is made out of. And as much as we like to say. There's a, a huge Difference in definition of what the physical world is and the spiritual world is, you know, it's like a zooming in. Every layer, every layer has a little bit of a definition. And it's only when you actually see the difference or zoom out and see what you've gone through that you can see the difference between them and say, oh, this is the spiritual realm and no, oh, this is the physical realm. so I started learning about the soul and how it all represents, or the body represents the energetic movement and process. And that one very quickly, as you think you understand that and experience it, very quickly you realize that because even like in a dream, very quickly things change and manifest differently. And you can see that in a dream it's not as real, not as solid as a physical form. And it's mostly due to this changing constantly. That's why very quickly, if you really are experiencing this spiritual universe, you start to recognize that it represents consciousness. The whole thing about the physical form and this time and period of gestation it seems to take a while so it's, you have a thought and then you have 10 billion more thoughts before you recognize hey i had a thought of that thing manifesting over there but with the spiritual universe it's i had i have a thought and there it is and i may have another thought and there that is <laughs> and another thought and i might have one additional thought before i see the last one so it's very easy to recognize this is changing with my mind so quickly if you're in the experience of the spiritual universe and not just intellectually comprehending it you can you actually start to notice how it's all consciousness and bringing the experience of consciousness as much as the physical form is this as well It is not as easy to see because of this fluctuation of this gestation period, which really goes by how much you want to believe it. It's like, I've been trying to manifest this thing for this many years and never get it, never see it. So this doesn't work. Yeah. You're not actually wanting to see that. You're wanting to see how this doesn't work. So you're proving it to yourself and making sure that it doesn't happen. It's not about completely changing your role and your purpose in life. As many want to completely change their role of, you know, this impoverished state that they seem to be in. To being all of a sudden extremely wealthy and having all his houses and cars and all this, giving a whole nother perspective on reality and a whole nother purpose and personality traits that you are actually meant to have in the way you are so in unless it fits in your written script already it's not gonna happen So if you recognize that in an attempt to understand and experience that, then you realize that the written script and everything is about the expression of yourself and what you are and who you are in truth. And so you then become yourself more by simply, even though it seems as if you have your world and you think of yourself as separate and everybody else still would say you're... You know setting yourself apart you're sure seeming separate and using the ideas of the body or the appearance of the body as you know reason to believe you're separate oh you're not fitting in instead of you know oh you're just like everybody else If that's who you really truly are And you're not doing it out of some sort of anxiety Then it's perfectly normal I'm perfect for you And I completely highly suggest that you do that But if you're doing it out of some sort of anxiety Even though you might be in complete denial and avoid seeing it Then you're not really being you You're trying to not be you So that you fit in instead. And it doesn't matter if the group is holier or not. And you're trying to fit in now with, you know, better people or holier people or with better morals and ways of life instead of being yourself. You know, you'll feel like in the same right of your life that brought you there a lie you feel as if that's a lie as well because it is so this consciousness idea idea yeah ideas only and never leave their source is referring to consciousness and being consciousness that it will always be consciousness Regardless if you're in a spiritual experience or a physical one, it never left its source. And a thought cannot exist in a spirit. A thought cannot exist in a body. Even though they all have their representations and definitions of what a thought is. Oh, these synapses charging. Which is actually a processing of the actual consciousness. But the thought is always and remains to be in consciousness. So as you do, and those who have actually experienced the spiritual universe, you quickly come to know and recognize that it is consciousness. But if you're just having thoughts of the spiritual world and not actually going there, you think the source is the spiritual world. And you're misunderstanding that the source of the spiritual world is a sense of consciousness. And I'm not referring to the compulsion of definition as the ego is. The seeking to comprehend itself by perceiving itself first. But this comes to perceive itself by knowing itself first. First. So all this stuff, as much as I talk about it as if it seems so far out there, is all available to you to understand and process and experience in yourself through meditation. That when you actually go into there, you, you will keep going and going and going and going. And this experience leads to that one and this one leads to that one. And as much as you see colors and shapes, you keep going and keep going. And you see this spiritual universe and you keep going and keep going. And as much as you want to stop on one level and say, oh, this is a nice one, I'll just stick here for a while, you're still going to be keep going. Eventually, you know, because of the actual understanding of who you are, you know and feel that each one is a lie. And until you actually recognize your truth, will you think that everything you're experiencing is a lie? The lie is that you think it's you. The lie is that you think you are defined and you're the absence of definition. You have no definition. You are everything. You are everyone in every angle, every perception, every universe. So to say you're one, you will die because you know you are not. You know you are more. You know you are greater. And death is only an idea to prove that to yourself. So it's beautiful that one living their life through definition and being definition will die so that they can remember the truth again. Oh, hallelujah! Hallelujah! Thank you, God. Thank you for being here. And thank you for teaching us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have a beautiful day, my friends. And I'll speak to you next week.